Welcome to the podcast. I'm Katie. I'm Hannah. And, and this, this is One, One Kiss Means Forever. This is the podcast where we talk about everything that is merry and bright and everything that is full of cold. <laughs> and are made for TV romances such as Hallmark, Lifetime, and other things Christmas style. Christmas style. Blah, blah, blah. I don't know why that <laughs> felt appropriate. <laughs> all right so uh what do we got today hannah Uh, all right so today we're gonna we're gonna go into the past and discuss a hallmark movie from a few years ago called broadcasting christmas so uh the little description which is not so little it's a long ass description (laughs) it is really long um from hallmark is the following <laughs> when her on-air partner decides to depart america's favorite morning show veronica daniels announces that she will be choosing her new co-host from a handful of candidates that includes charlie fisher a local new york newscaster who is the son of a broadcasting legend However, when Emily Morgan, a human interest reporter from the local Connecticut station, makes an impassioned on-air plea to be considered for the job, the game changes for everyone as video of Emily's declaration goes viral and the network brass decide to put her in the running. Veronica delights in the healthy competition she sees brewing and encourages the candidates to bring their A-game in the segments and stories they do between now and the Christmas Day telethon when she will announce her choice. As the competition narrows, it becomes clear that either Charlie or Emily are going to get the job, and they begin to rediscover a spark between them that started long ago. It stars Dean Cain, Melissa Joan Hart, and Jack Kay Harry. Jack Kay. I find it odd that this description um, kind of favors the whole Veronica Daniels storyline. Yeah. Considering Jack Kay, who plays Veronica Daniels, yeah. is only in it for like three scenes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this was totally a one-day shoot for her. Um, <laughs> True. Also, there's like things in here where like I was reading it and it was like, Oh, yeah, he was the son of a broadcasting legend, but that wasn't actually important. It was, though. It, it was important, but it was, like, sort of minimal, almost. Well, anyway, we'll, 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 we'll get see, to it. We'll get to it. We'll, we'll see how it plays out in the plot. All right, so, speaking of which, Emily Morgan, played by the OG Sabrina the Teenage Witch, a.k.a. looks exactly like my sister, <laughs> Melissa Joan Hart. She is a local human interest reporter in Stamford, Connecticut. She has been working at her station for 13 years and seems to really love working in television. But, because there's always a but, she has a weird she has weird television morning hours like getting up at 4 a.m. and going to bed at 7 p.m. That's just called staying up late. Just kidding. I do the opposite. <laughs> My schedule is going to bed at 4. Yeah. Just kidding. JK. All right, so she's having a lot of trouble in her dating life, and her life is getting a little bit stuck. She wants to move up in the world, get a bigger audience, etc., but has never really gotten the chance. So, uh, Superman from the Adventures of Lois and Clark, otherwise known as Dean (laughs) Cain, plays Charlie Fisher, Emily's ex-boyfriend from six years earlier. He is also in TV, but he has moved from the Stanford job where they worked together 
to one in New York City, though he's still on local news. So it's more like he's like a New York One Morning host, I think. That was what I got. Um, And he actually was up for this job against Emily and he beat her out for it. So that's kind of the reason they're not together anymore. Right. Um, So a month before Christmas, a co-host of the number one morning talk show in the country, which is essentially like the Today Show, um, uh, Good Morning America, is that still a thing? Yeah, it's it's one of it's something like that. Today, um, so the co-host of basically today announces she's pregnant and moving to California, and basically like pieces out. Um, hopefully, she gave the studio a little bit more notice than she did the American people, since it was announced that she was leaving on her last show. But for the purposes of the story, there is now this big time show spot open, um, and that is opposite Jackie. So three people are in the running for it. We have Kate, who is a lifestyle wedding person with her own blog and fashion empire. We have a baseball player who is so unimportant, I don't even know what his name is. And then we have Charlie. Yes. So while filling in for a night host in Stamford, because there's some issue the host can't get back from their story that they're working on, uh, Emily is asked who she would want to be the new host on this morning show, because this is like big news. This is... I don't know. I can't I, – I don't have a thing because I just don't think, like, somebody leaving a morning show is nighttime news worthy, but whatever. She's asked, like, who she thinks should take the spot on the morning show. Like, who are you voting for, basically? Um, and she turns and she's like, well, me. I'm not kidding. It should totally be me. I would be amazing. Um, and the clip goes viral. And because of that, she is actually granted a chance to compete for it because, you know, she got traction. So Charlie and Emily are now both together because they have to be working in New York for the month. And they're again competing against each other for the same job. So we're we're basically like regressing six years. (laughs) We've come back to where we started. Mm Mm-hmm. So, the four competitors have the month of December, essentially, to convince the remaining host, Veronica Daniels, Jack A, uh, that, she wants to, that she wants them to be with her every morning. Um, uh, so, they do this by rotating guest hosts and bringing in segments and things to show, um, to do on Erica that are all Christmas related. So, um, <laughs> uh, let me just cut in here. Yeah. I think this is what I need to do. Um, so, I, I checked. Um, this is this movie came out in 2016, which is shockingly recently in my head about for what this was. But um, so it's everything in this is Christmas themed, except Hanukkah in 2016 actually started on Christmas Eve. And like you would think that they would do like a couple of Hanukkah segments, but like I have thoughts no. about that. OK, we'll go back to it. But I was yeah. like, it's like sort of low key and I spread it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, while during this whole competition, um, after one appearance, the baseball player guy is um, essentially out because he does not know how to talk. Yeah, at all. So. I mean, he does know how to talk. I feel like they called it talking in the movie, but it's really he doesn't know how to banter. There's this joke from I might cut this, but um, there's this joke from the movie L.A. Story with Steve Martin, mm-hmm. where he's at like this dinner party, and they're like, "Oh, Steve, meet Rebecca. She's taking a class about conversation." And he goes, "Really?" And the Rebecca turns and goes, "Yes." <laughs> 
which is pretty much yeah. what happened. Yeah, there's just like no with the baseball player. Yeah, <laughs> there's no back and forth. It's just like one word answer. Yeah, come on. Mm. Yeah. So Dellsville. Yes, things are going pretty well for Charlie, Emily, and Kate. Until Kate mentions to Emily that the competition thing is really a ruse, and Kate already actually has a contract, pretty much. Um, So Emily is obviously upset, uh, but it does make it so that Charlie and Emily are no longer in competition. So that actually helps their relationship. You know, they're not fighting. They're kind of like, oh, yeah, like we used to love each other, right? (laughs) Um. But then, like, almost immediately after this, Kate is offered a chance to plan at, like, this huge society wedding between, like, a model and an astronaut? Yeah, a TV star and an astronaut. A TV star and an astronaut. Like, okay. <laughs> um, it's such a weird career move. She's but, like, it's going to be out of this world. Yeah, oh, my God. It's bizarre. <laughs> um and so she's like, actually, this is what I want to do. This is how I want to exp- expand my brand. I d- I'm not going to be on the TV show. So now we're back to just Charlie and Emily, and the competition is on. Yeah, yeah. So Emily is working on this story about a 100-year-old fruitcake. Mm-hmm. That's one of the segments that she's doing. Yep. Um, she manages to get the footage that she needs but hasn't quite put it all together yet. Um, meanwhile, Emily and Charlie are kind of falling for each other again, though. And so while talking to his parents, Charlie learns that six years earlier, Emily was actually the top choice for the job that he has currently. Remember, they they went in, we, they went in together um, on it. They were both being considered. Um, but... Charlie's famous newscaster father put in a call and essentially they chose Charlie because of that. So Charlie feels terrible about this and then he decides to come clean to Emily who is furious. So because of this whole betrayal six years earlier. That Charlie didn't even know about. Yep. She decides she's feeling so dejected that she decides to quit this whole Today Show competition because that is the sane thing to do. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we're going to do. Sure. Um, So because he's learned that, like, Emily should have his job, he's like, well, Emily should get this morning show job over me. And he decides to air her fruitcake story um, and give her all the credit. Like, he actually came and, like, helped her a little bit on it, but he just – Decides to, like, do some voiceover and be like, you know, co-host Emily is feeling ill, so she can't be here to present it, but it's all her. Um, And this prompts Emily to come back and be like, okay, I'll be in the running again. (laughs) Wah, wah. So the decision is going to be announced during the Christmas telethon, which Charlie and Emily are going to host together. When it is almost time for the announcement, their friend Patrice, who this whole time is a producer on uh, for the network, on the show, they used to work together back in Stanford, the three of them, she's just like in the middle of their 
shit all the time. Um, she holds up cue cards, all the love actually, to get them to first congratulate each other on the air, then apologize to each other on the air, and then finally admit that they are in love with each other on the air. And yes, collectively, we hated, hated this it. part. Hated it. <laughs> we'll talk about this. Um, this ends with a kiss, and since one, one kiss, kiss means forever, forever, we all know that it's going to end up swell. Yes. So it turns out both Charlie and Emily get the job. How, do you ask? Well, Veronica Daniels decides to leave too. <laughs> Bonkers choices. So now that they can host the show together and be in love and have a relationship and all the things. And um, I, I think slash hope it was during commercial. They can declare their love for each other in the studio on camera and kiss. The end. Two kisses mean forever. Okay. All right. All right. So that was the basic plot. Let's talk about things. Now, I want to go back to the Hanukkah thing that you mentioned. Mm -hmm. So I would also like to – I also wonder – when in the scheme of Countdown to Christmas this aired because it aired in 2016 I know but October November December so I'm feeling like if it if it took place if it was aired in like November I feel like they're not even thinking about like incorporating Hanukkah (laughs) (laughs) especially if it was in December and I also to my knowledge I don't I can't think of a single Hanukkah mentioned in any Hallmark movie. No, but I guess it was because it was national. It felt like it oh. would, should be something that they would have, like, if, if in a true – okay. If this were a real thing where the entire month of December, the Today Show or Good Mar- Morning America only did Christmas-related things, which is crazy. Right. They would do a Hanukkah day. Yeah, you're right. They just would. And this Christmas telethon is on Christmas Eve, right? It was either Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. I don't even know. Anyway, but you have a point. But yeah. I was just saying, like, in the scheme of things, because obviously this is like, this is filmed in June, and it could have been filmed in, like, 2014. Who yeah. are you kidding? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. So who knows if they would have been. I totally hear what you're saying. Um, so there are a couple things that I pulled out that I was just like, what is happening? Um, first of all. I did look it up because uh, I was like, I'm sorry, Sabrina and Superman cannot possibly be in the same, like, age demographic. They're closer in age than I thought. Okay. It's only 10 years. Oh, I am actually surprised that it's that much. I thought they were closer in age. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Well, How, what's, the, what are, what's the age difference? Uh, the age difference is ten years. No, but like, who, oh. who, who like, who? She's older? younger. Oh, okay, of course. She's How younger. old was she when she made this movie? Probably like forty. I don't oh, know. I didn't. Okay. I, I just looked at the the years. Um, there were just a lot of weird things that I thought were like, why would they do that, or why would they show that, like. <laughs> When they're making, when the the pregnant lady is making the announcement that she's leaving, uh-huh. you know, it's it's sort of like Good Morning America or whatever, and there's like windows and you can stand outside and like hold signs, and the only sign I could read was one that said, "Hi, mom, we made it." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "What does that even mean?" <laughs> I have 
never seen the Today Show. I I know I I, I registered that sign too, but. I want to say that you're like selected to be one of the people with your sign. And so if you are selected, Maybe. I think that would be really fun that like we, we made it to the, the people who do the, the, the thingy in the windows. That's... Or we made the trip because we made this trip in a covered wagon yeah, in right. Oregon. Right. It, it sort of made it sound like, Mom, we're alive. <laughs> We've made it to New York City. <laughs> The power of Santa's sleigh. Um, um, speaking of Santa's sleigh, I kind of want to bring up how I feel like this movie really isn't a Christmas movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes. Okay. So the most Christmas that we have in this movie is, yes, they do all sorts of Christmas-themed segments. And there's, like, this whole bit where they go see a, a, a tree lighting, but it's not really a tree lighting. It's a building lighting where they, yeah. they unveil the lights of kind of, like, what's Saks Fifth Avenue does or whatever. Yeah. Um, uh, so it's like this whole it, it's this whole thing. But to me, this movie could have occurred at any specific point in time, and no. I don't know yeah, if it's just nothing. because we 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 watch Hallmark all year long. But there is nothing inherently Christmas about this movie. It could have been no. anything. No, the, like it's, yeah, there's there's a few little like throw in things that are like winter. Christmassy, but like, you know, it's sort of like the scene where she's talking to her family and then she needs to go cover the evening news, which is why she's on the evening news to have her little rant. Mm -hmm. They're at a Christmas tree lot, but like, they don't have to be. No. Like, they don't go looking for a tree. Right. And like I, they they go to church, which is probably the a thing that we never really talk about in like Christmas. No. I mean, uh, Hallmark movies throughout the year, but I feel like Christmas is the only time that you can like be okay with having yeah. a family go to church on TV. Which yeah. is sad, but whatever. Yeah, I don't, whatever. Like, I don't go to church. Um. um. <laughs> yeah. So uh, there was a, a few other things that I just want to sure. touch on because they were bizarre. So first of all, there's one sh- shot to like prove that they're new in New York. And it's of a train, like the subway, and it's the seven train. It's the seven train in Queens because the seven train is not above ground anywhere but in Queens. Right, but that's a great view of the city. Yeah, but neither of them would have taken the seven train. That's true. But I don't know. I think think the view from the seven train of Manhattan is one of the best of the skyline. Yeah, I mean, that's true. And just to set. But they did have – they had other – um, establishing shots like Cartier at Christmas is pretty yeah. iconic. Oh, yeah, that's true. But I just was like, what is happening? Um, <laughs> so Char- Charlie and his mother go to a mall at some point, and I was just baffled by it because I was like, where did you find a mall? <laughs> New York City doesn't really have those. Where did his parents live? I have no idea. Because, okay, so hear me out. They travel pretty liberally from Stamford, Connecticut to New York City, which I know is something that people do all the time. It's not a very long commute. So I'm wondering if his parents still lived somewhere like in Westchester or Connecticut. Yeah, they might. That's so true. So they could still go to a mall. That's However, true. did you notice that at their family dinner at the beginning of the movie, he's still wearing his suit at the dinner table? Like, he- <laughs> I didn't notice like they're in their like comfy like kind of Christmassy sweaters whatever and, and, and he's he's still in his suit jacket and tie at the dinner table and I'm like can you relax please <laughs> <laughs> oh 
Also, that's really nice that you're eating dinner at a table with your parents. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> and you're 40. Yep. Um, um, and, and the last thing is, um, at one point, Melissa Joan Hart says to Dean Kane, hush haircut, the ladies are talking. <laughs> Oh, that's a, that's a fruitcake woman. Yeah, the fruitcake. She, she calls him haircut. She calls him cheekbones. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny because he's got a very round face. Yeah, I thought that. We, I th- I I agree. Um, I'm like that was written for somebody else. Yep. But he's he's very cute. Yeah, he, but Kane he's not, not as cute as he was in Superman. I kind of like him a little chubbier. <laughs> to be perfectly honest, he's very cuddly. So, should we do Hallmark Hallmarks? Yeah, I think that's a good... Did you have a lot or no? No. Okay. I actually did not have too many. So, why don't you start? All right. So, I have a decent amount. So, maybe actually you should go. Oh, okay. Um, So, uh, at the beginning, Melissa, jo- Melissa Joan Hart is on a date with someone who says they hate everything about Christmas, which mm. um, is a little bit different because it's not the main love story that one person hates Christmas and the other doesn't, but we have hates Christmas. We have um, old flames coming back in the same story, mm-hmm. rekindling. Um, we also have when your old flame is in competition with you. Mm-hmm. I have impromptu snowball fight only this time it wasn't romantic it was actually legitimately a fight (laughs) Um, i have that as well uh public declaration ew um christmas tree shopping and two times interrupted kiss Mm, mm, okay so ready i'll do mine that's a that's a decent amount yeah but like not usually when after a christmas movie we have like 37 yeah 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 yeah. um so uh, I have – I didn't really think of it as, like, specifically former lovers, but that they're up for the same job, and mm. that's, like, part of it. Um, it's a little bit small-town girl goes to the big city. Yeah. Sort of. Um, there's an important announcement being happening on a holiday. Yes. <laughs> Which was, like, no, nobody needs to do this. Also, during this, like, six- or seven-hour telethon, they hadn't made a decision, which is – Crazy. Right. Um, they they have their empty coffee cups. Yeah. Put around with their empty coffee cups. They have this a friend who is overly invested in their relationship and pushes them to be together. You're right, Patrice. Patrice. And I want to add a new Hallmark Hallmark, which is a relatively popular name being spelled wrong. Veronica is spelled with a fucking K. Oh. <laughs> And they keep doing this where it's like, why would you spell it that way? Like, what's, what is the point of that? Why not? I mean, there's no real reason, but it's just sort of like, but like, why are you going out of your way, Hallmark, to spell things weird? Like, have a regular name that's spelled weird? It's not like this is a real person and you want to distinguish them. But maybe it's like, I don't know, if, if, if like, Jack Hay wanted to still have, like, the K in her name. She's like, I want to make it look more Jack Hay, more classy. Who knows? Is it classier? I have no idea, but it is a little bit more vibrant than with a C. Mm. To quote Anne of Green Gables, a K is so much more interesting. But she was talking about Catherine, and I agree. <laughs> uh, so, um, pretty pretty. Yes. Um, I only ha- – okay, I don't have too many. Um, I only counted two coats. There were three. Oh, were there? Yes, I counted. There was a bright red coat, a green coat, and a red coat with zippers. 
Oh, I missed the zippers. I, thought- I really liked the red coat with zippers. It was like sort of like ready maroon. Oh, nice. Um, I also, Dean Kane is wearing a really delicious purple tie at one point. I really liked his ties mm. in this. He had very vibrant, colorful ties, which mm. um, I feel like you don't often see. Yeah. Um, and Fruitcake Lady was wearing this sweater, and it was, and it was like purple. And my thought was, okay, this is like a kind of crazy lady, sort of. But also, like, I feel slightly awkward about how much I want this sweater and wear it. <laughs> like, th- that's also my style? Huh. <laughs> so on an anti-pretty parade, I want to mention, um, it's really funny. So they talk about this 100-year-old fruitcake. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of a beautiful story. But then when they open up the tin, it's re- it's like ugly as shit and it smells oh, bad and it's right. this whole thing. And when she has um, – the fruitcake lady said something that I wrote down. I thought it was funny. And she goes, sentimentality. Sometimes it doesn't look pretty. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was weird because they kept saying like the fruitcake kept. And I kept thinking, so it's still moist because you're – pouring alcohol over it it's not moldy i guess yeah because it's full of alcohol um but like that is that's a stomach ache waiting to happen like no one's gonna like it it, did it keep though i feel bad for the poor grandchild who is going to take it and they're gonna like be living in new york city and they're not gonna have room for this fruitcake and they're like god damn it it's 100 years old what the fuck am i supposed to do with this fruitcake I'm going to feel too bad to throw it away. Right. Like, there, we're going to get to a point where there's this family that's carrying around a tin full of alcohol with some, like, gluten in it. <laughs> Sentimentality. Sometimes Ugh. it doesn't look pretty. Well, all right. <laughs> um, I have, uh, what's what's next? New and, North, New and Noteworthy? Yep. Or across the universe or supporting shout out. Any or of those. I didn't have any. So. I have a few. Okay. Uh, okay. So first I want to do across the universe. Mm-hmm. And this is really, really dumb. Mm-hmm. So there's this one line that Dean Kane has where, um, so <laughs> um, he's feeling a little bit intimidated when he hears that Emily's going to be part of the, the um, competition. Mm-hmm. And Patrice is like, don't worry about it. He, um, she's just been in Stanford this whole time. You've been in New York. There's no competition. And he goes, no. She's been she's been away for six years honing her craft. It's like a, when a superhero goes to the wilderness and comes back with new powers. <laughs> and I was like, did that happen to you, Superman? <laughs> Superman. But also, I don't know about any superhero that does that except for maybe Jesus. <laughs> Wait, they they generally don't go away and hone their craft. I guess maybe they do. They go to like their sensei. Yeah, like Doctor Strange, sort sure. of. Yeah. Anybody in the X Men? They go to the the Arrow. I don't even know. They, I don't know. <laughs> Lilo and Stitch. <laughs> um, um. So my uh, new and noteworthy um was oh I I said the. Angry Snowball Fight was a new and noteworthy. Mm-hmm. Um, I finally, finally, and I don't know if I've ever seen this somewhere else, but when, okay, the dad at one point says, you're a pound sign <laughs> when he means a hashtag. And I have been wondering if anyone else said that besides myself when hashtags first came around. I'm like, does everybody not know that that's the pound sign? <laughs> Why are they not calling it a hashtag? <laughs> anyway, so I thought that was funny. Yeah. 
Um, Anne, I know your unpopular opinion, mm-hmm. but New and North, really, I actually thought the acting was pretty good mm-hmm. in this particular, especially Mrs. Henderson, who okay. is my choice for supporting shout out. Um, okay. I, I, she had like clear intentions. <laughs> she made me feel things. She was funny and heartfelt. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like everybody, but, well, I don't know. Um, <laughs> she was fine, but I'll, I'll, I'll kind of get to. She was, she was, it, it was a big performance on her part. Can I ask you, Hannah, if you were in broadcasting for 13 years, would you, would you be talking in the way that you did on that viral video in terms of, I don't know, eloquence or poise or <laughs> I felt, no I felt like she was all over the place and someone who's been in broadcasting for 13 years can't help but like have some sort of power behind it yeah or also I, don't know, I mean s- posture like this is a very stupid nitpicky thing but like the her costumes and the choices that she was wearing on television didn't feel television-y mm. like Especially, like, when she was – she would wear, like, sweaters and stuff, which, like, are totally normal things to wear. They're just not – like, when I think of people on television who do, like, newscasty kind of things, it's either a power suit in kind of a bright color or a, like, dress in a bright color. <laughs> I, w- I didn't find that to be too distracting. I wasn't I too more... distracted by but just like it just I it, I did notice like oh huh like it's almost like she, she it's like casual day <laughs> I thought and I thought that's how she was with her like broadcast yeah. persona as well yeah like, I think that's true but it was sort of like she didn't when asked to fill in for other people she didn't change that true and I thought that was unprofessional <laughs> MJH um okay that's that's my that's my stuff mm, for yeah the rest of it okay um kiss meter i want you to go first okay so here's my issue with this kiss they lean in for a kiss they literally get to like touching lips and the camera goes away like immediately pans away and it does come back so you're like okay you get some points for coming back but like Initially, I was like, uh, excuse me? Hi! <laughs> so I said six. <laughs> I also said a six. And I, I, so to be clear, I rated the first kiss. Yeah, no, this was kiss. the first kiss. The second kiss was much better. But the first kiss, Melissa <laughs> Joan Hart, looks like really uncomfortable to be like leaning in on a kiss. Like she's just kind of like doing the... Like, okay. Yeah. Just... <laughs> well, because it is also... The most awkward situation. Like, even if they, even if I believed they were completely in love and, like, really were going to be together, being essentially forced into it on television is terrible. So terrible. Um, There was no passion, like, whatsoever. So she looks like she's wincing. And then they connect Uh. lips. And then when they come back to it, they're just kind of, like... It's now like those otters that have magnets in their faces where they're just like, they're just together. Yeah, it's just sort of like, boom. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so, Hannah, would you watch this movie? I don't think I would. This movie, 
I mean, I, I will admit that I watched it pretty late at night. Um, but I was just sort of like, I'm going to go to sleep. I don't really want to keep watching this. I'm like bored by it. <laughs> I, like I, I wasn't drawn in by the, like, there, it didn't feel like a cute premise to me. It was sort of like, okay, I know what's going to happen. And it, this isn't like a fun thing for me to watch, even though I know what's going to happen. Like, some of them are. Yeah. So, I had the same movie-watching state of mind pretty late at night. Pretty late at night. After having, like, really been, like, ill (laughs) pretty much all day. Um, So, I watched it, and I had the opposite experience, where I actually thought some of the writing was pretty funny. I don't think this is the best one, obviously, because we've been ripping to shred- ripping it to shreds. But I think that if it was on, okay. I would watch it. And it might just be because I feel at home with MJH because she looks just like my sister. My sister mm-hmm. has actually been confused with her in public before. <laughs> um, so maybe I just, like, look, feel at home with her. Yeah. I don't know. Which is possible. Um, um, yeah. That's like, all. It's not just, the worst. It's not the best. But I, I would I watch mean, it's it not like – it, it, it is not angry making. I just, I was kind of bored. Fair. That's what it was. So we have a split spill. Yeah. That doesn't yeah. often happen. Yeah. Yay. But um, we're individual people and we can have our own opinions. It's the power of the opinion. <laughs> awesome, friends. Well, so, we're going to call it a day on that one. Yeah. Uh, so uh, make sure you follow us on the Twitters and the Facebooks and the Instagram and one kiss means forever uh, where the one and the four are numerical and you can email us at one kiss means forever at gmail.com where that is everything spelled out one kiss means forever um, yeah and please do yeah. you can send us Christmas cards sure e-cards e-cards Yay. Um, and thank you to Flint Pastors for our intro-outro music. You can find his stuff on Spotify or on SoundCloud. Great. I hope you're all enjoying the countdown to Christmas. Yep. Uh, thanks, guys. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Bye. Bye-bye. It's okay. He can he can uh, eat it if he wants to. Or we'll... Is he allergic to macadamia milk? He's not allergic to anything. Okay, good. Pigeon Pigeon has a stomach of steel. His favorite food in the world is ice cream. Okay. Um, please don't at me, vets. <laughs> <laughs>